Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On this episode, we are talking about outer course. What is it? Who should be doing it? And where do we even begin? This is the sixth episode in our series on the sexual response cycle. Before we get started today, I have a special offer for you. I have created the ultimate guide to foreplay with hot tips and tricks to spice it up. Get your copy of my ultimate guide to foreplay by going to foreplay.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. Hope you enjoy my bonus gift to you. You can also find the link in the bio. So before we dive in, let's talk about our new term here, outer course. This is a term that keeps popping up on my Instagram feed, and it's a totally new concept to me, so I had to do a little bit of research and figure out what in the world is outer course. And outer course is everything that doesn't involve penetration. And I'm sure you're wondering, like, okay, wait, isn't that foreplay? And actually, there is a difference. When we use the term foreplay, we divide things into foreplay and intercourse, which implies that everything ends in intercourse or sex or penetration. And that implies that intercourse is the main event, when in actuality, intercourse doesn't even need to be on the menu. And for many individuals, it doesn't work that way. Uh, They actually need manual stimulation, toys, or oral stimulation to achieve orgasm. And um, penetration alone doesn't do... um, it's not sufficient. So um, therefore, when you don't orgasm with intercourse under the foreplay intercourse model, some people feel like there's something wrong with them when there isn't. The term foreplay is also not inclusive. As a culture, we have this idea that um, P and the V is the only thing that counts as sex or penis vagina. When in all actuality, there's so many other ways to have sex. So that's where the term outer course kind of comes in. And that's why we're talking about that today rather than foreplay. So good outer course can be steamy on its own. There was a study done at the Center for Sexual Health Promotion at Indiana University that showed a lot of women expressed that intercourse alone was not enough to achieve orgasm. Again, why we're talking about and focusing on outer course. For many women, they need about 15 to 20 minutes of outer course, while the average man lasts about seven minutes from start to finish. So don't bypass the outer course, period. Okay. Um, Remember that article I brought up a couple episodes ago where only 65% of heterosexual women usually orgasmed from sexual encounter? Well, David Frederick um, and his peers who wrote the article had some really good tips in their article. They found that women who orgasmed more frequently were more likely to receive more oral sex, have longer duration of the last sex, be more satisfied with their relationship, ask for what they want in bed, praise their partner for something they did in bed, call or email to tease about something sexual, wear sexy lingerie, try new sexual positions, anal stimulation, act out fantasies, 
incorporate sexy talk, and express love during sex. So that's a long list of things there that women who orgasmed more frequently frequently likely involved. Um, It also noted that women who were more likely to orgasm, women were more likely to orgasm if their last sexual encounter included deep kissing, manual genital stimulation, and or oral sex in addition to vaginal intercourse. So many of those suggestions are ways to increase outer course as well. And we're going to go into that a little bit more here. But I thought that was really interesting that there's a whole article about um, how to more likely achieve orgasm and what to include in your last encounter to make your next encounter more uh, likely to result in orgasm. Crazy, right? So who wants some tips? At one point, I had read an article that kind of said um, it was setting the, ste- ooh, setting the scene for the next orgasm begins with the last sexual encounter ending. And I think that's really important to keep in mind that everything is kind of building. And that is in agreement with that prior article that I was telling you about. So let's get into some ideas here. So the first thing I want to give you ideas about are... Things to try before being with or around your partner. So, for example, you can do some individual reading of erotica. Um, You can leave a hot note for your partner. Send it in their lunchbox, leave it on the counter, put it in the fridge. You can sex them what you would like to do with them. You can send them sexy pictures. Maybe, you know, when you hop out of the shower, who knows, however you maybe some lingerie picks, some, get some boudoir picks. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, call your partner while they're at work and tell them something sexy or, um, even like beforehand playing footsie with your partner at dinner. Those are all a couple things that you can try to do to set the scene. Now, some things that you can try and do with your partner without touching them. All right. So that, that's kind of the trick here is I'm, don't touch them during this part. So first of all, set the mood. You can do that using candles, music. Uh, I challenge everybody to go make a playlist that you and your partner like that helps set the mood. Or if you are not in a relationship, get a little playlist that you use during some alone times, your self-exploration time. Um, that can be, make a difference too. Another idea is wear lingerie all the time. You can wear it while you're sitting on the couch, laying in bed, going to bed, cooking, cleaning, you name it. Shoot, wear it under your clothes to work. Like how sexy is that to know that you are wearing lingerie at work and nobody else knows it? For those of you that follow my Instagram, you know that I I love to do that. Um, I recently did a lingerie challenge for uh, some um, women that I work with and Uh, There'll be a whole nother episode talking about lingerie, but lingerie makes you feel more sexy and confident and that all kind of plays together as well. So um, lingerie is awesome. Wear it all the time. Something else you can do without touching your partner is do a little dance or a strip tease for your partner. And yes, you can wear your lingerie here too. Um, Something else is you can talk dirty to your partner. Uh, you can even make dinner using aphrodisiac foods. So um, 
I'd have to look up all the different foods out there, but there's a lot of different foods that you can use and try and cook an entire meal using aphrodisiac foods. And that can also be a little fun date too. If you think about it, you know, you're cooking together, you're bonding, all of that, that can be fun. Um, some other thing to do with your partner without touching them is slowly undress for your partner. You could even leave a trail of clothes to the bedroom. Another idea would be reading erotica to each other. Like how hot would that be, right? Uh, you can even watch a sexy movie together. Holy cow. Have you guys heard of 365? Um, it's on Netflix. For those of you that don't have Netflix, find a friend with Netflix. Okay. And go watch 365. It is, um, pretty good. We'll just put it that way. It's a great show. Um, yeah, go watch it. You'll thank me later. You could even go watch 50 shades of gray or even on that, go watch porn together. Um, some, some couples enjoy doing that. So those are a variety of things that you can do that do not involve touching each other, each other. So before we get into some ideas, um, that involve maybe touching each other, um, I encourage you to avoid direct contact for 10 to 15 minutes, um, direct contact of specifically like her genitals, the clitoris, the vulva, the labia, all of that, um, for about 10 to 15 minutes. And during this time, stimulate other parts of the body. Just give that a shot. See how that goes for you. Um, you might find that you really like that. Now, some ideas that involve maybe touching each other, maybe not. All right. Take a shower or bath together. This can be great because it can help you relax. You can also use the candles and the music from before in there. Um, but showering and bathing together can also be a great way to kind of set the scene for what's going on later. So maybe you guys wake up, you shower together, and then you kind of agree that like, hey, this isn't over. Once we get off work, we're picking up where we left off. And that kind of can set the scene for what's to come. Um, you can also do some role play or acting out of fantasies, or even if you had read that erotica earlier or watched porn or seen, you know, 365, 50 shades of gray, you can act that out, act out a scene. Um, there is a book that I read. Um, she comes first by Ian Kerner, and he has a list of different book recommendations to look at and act out ultimately. Um, so there's a long list in there that you can always check out. Something else you can do is play a game of like sexy dice or even naked twister. That can be a little different, something fun to try, date night idea. Um, and then try manual stimulation. So let your partner watch you put on a little show for your partner. You can even include toys here as well. And these are all things that may or may not include touching your partner if you don't want to yet. So now some ideas for when we begin to touch our partner. So something you can do is caress your partner. Try touching their breasts, their thighs, their neck. Find your partner's erotic zones. You can kiss your partner. You can do deep kisses. You can do light kisses. You can do kisses on the lips, kisses on the body, wherever you name it. You can also do massage, back massage, foot massage, breast massage, thigh massage. Let those hands wander. 
And then here again, you can do some more manual stimulation. You can do it to each other. And then even oral sex. Um, with oral sex, something else you can try is um, using hot and cold. So pull out an ice cube. Try using an ice cube during oral sex. Let me know what your thoughts are on that. Um, another thing that I kind of came across when writing this podcast was um, dry humping. Like we used to think about that from, well, I say used to, like teenage years, you know, you hear about dry humping, but rubbing your genitals against each other without penetration, um, that can be a great form of outer course as well. And then there's toys. You can use toys on each other as well. Um, and then lastly, try like flavored lubricants. Um, if you have questions on that, there is more details about that in the ultimate guide to foreplay, but you can always ask me about different flavored lubricants out there. Um, one that I definitely recommend is sensations by pure romance. It's a warming flavored lubricant. So that one can be really fun in the bedroom. There's more about that in the ultimate guide to foreplay as well. But the last thing to kind of touch on is communicating with your partner and making sure you talk to your partner about what you want to try um, and always keeping that communication open. But keep in mind that if you are wanting your partner to communicate and tell you what they are interested in, you also need to be open to receiving that information. So um, if your partner communicates with you and you ignore them or you make them feel shamed, the communication lines are going to close up. So always keep that in mind. You know, you want good communication. Be sure you're listening to what your partner has to say. Now, I did leave out a couple of my top favorite outer course recommendations. So make sure you go to foreplay.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com to get the my ultimate guide to foreplay. And that'll give you some of my personal favorites. Um, so I wanted to hold out on a little thing, a couple things for you guys there. So make sure you go snag that. And um, honestly, like you don't think about how much goes into intercourse. Like think about your last sexual encounter. How much outer course was there? What did you do? What do you want to add? Um, do you want to keep it the same? Do you want to change it up? Do you want to try new things? There are so many options. So I challenge you um, with your next sexual encounter, add one thing. Add one thing. See what happens. Do you like it? Does your partner like it? Give it a shot. If you guys don't like it, scrap that. Try a new one. And try as many different things as you like. That's like the fun part of intercourse and relationships and um, foreplay and outer course and sexual encounter, whatever you want to name it. That is the fun part is trying new things with your partner and exploring things. So give that a shot. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Be sure to check out my link in the bio to shop with me. Um, the next episode, I do have a special guest joining us. I am so excited to have her with us. This lady is a wealth of knowledge, and I think you guys are going to love her as well. So stay tuned to uh, hear that one. 
Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.